Welcome to the Reasonable Catholic Podcast. I'm Matt Nelson of ReasonableCatholic.com, and today we're going to be discussing the Who Designed the Designer argument. Well, this morning I had the opportunity to be on morning radio with John Leonetti on Iowa Catholic Radio. And John and I discussed the Who Designed the Designer argument, which is put forth from time to time by atheists to try to show that there's a philosophical contradiction with the Christian theist notion of God. Now, in a recent article I wrote at Catholic.com called How to Prove That God Doesn't Exist, I mentioned this argument in order to set the tone for the rest of the article. And what I start off by saying is, what I can appreciate about the who designed the designer argument, even though it doesn't work in the end, what I can appreciate about it is that it's an appeal to philosophy to show that there's a philosophical problem with the theist notion of God. And that's commendable. Rather than an atheist's uh, appeal to science, which we see from time to time as well, which really is not entering the arena at all that needs to be entered in order to truly show that God doesn't exist. The question of God's existence is a philosophical question rather than a scientific question because God is spiritual and outside of time and space or unbound by time and space. And for that reason, we're not able to say a whole lot about him directly from science. That being said, though, through the scientific method, we can come to discover things about the natural world and we can use those discoveries to support premises in our philosophical arguments for the existence of God. So science does have a place to play in the conversation about whether or not God exists. But from science alone, the question of God's existence can't be proven. Now, John wanted to discuss this morning that who designed the designer argument, which, again, I used to kick off that recent article at Catholic.com. And what we discussed was, first of all, what is the argument? Number two, does it work? And if not, why? And number three, how can we understand God then as Christian theists, uh, as opposed to this understanding of a created God? And so it was a really interesting conversation, although there was a lot jam-packed into about seven minutes. But for this morning's podcast, we're going to listen to the recording of that conversation on Iowa Catholic Radio and hopefully you'll find it enjoyable, although it is, like I said, quick, abstract, and hard-hitting, but it was a good time, and so here it is. appreciate you being a part of this show today on June 9th. It's Thursday, already going through June. Uh, let's go now to our second guest, Catholic apologist and writer at ReasonableCatholic.com. Matt Nelson joins me. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, John. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you being a part of the show today, man. Uh, okay, so I, I, I was kind of looking through my news feed the other day. I love Facebook. My listeners know that. And uh, I, I came across an article that you had wrote, uh, written, and it was entitled, Who Designed the Designer? And I was just fascinated by it. I went through it, and I just thought it was phenomenal. I said, i got to get this guy on the show. Never been on the show before, so here you are. Welcome. Well, thanks Thanks again for having me. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a fun article to write. And um, the Who Designed the Designer argument is an interesting one because... It, 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 it's actually an argument that atheists propose to try to show that there's some kind of a contradiction with the God that, that uh, Christian theists would put forth. Um, and so what I wanted to do in that article is basically talk about that particular argument, but also 
first of all, give props to atheists for realizing that even though it's a bad argument, it's still re- recognizing that in order to to address the claims that, again, Christian theists make about God, they need to appeal to philosophy. Hmm. The question of God's existence is not a scientific question. Right. Right. And g- give me the give me the layout real quick, so we can kind of get the backstory here. What is the argument that atheists are trying to make with this? Right. So probably most most recently and most famously, the atheist who has put this argument forth is Richard Dawkins in his book, The God Delusion. But you still hear it thrown out there on a pretty regular basis. Now the argument is essentially this: everything that exists has a cause. If God exists, then God has a cause. So who designed the designer? Right. And so they're trying to show that, you know, we, we claim that there's one God, one all-powerful, all-loving, all-present God, but according to their argument, it would seem that there's more than one God like that. Right. And so, uh, of course, it, it, it's not coherent when philosophically taken apart. And one of, one of the uh, great apologists, not to mention theologian and philosophers, that has really shown that there's no coherence in this argument once you get past the surface with St. Thomas Aquinas. So what you're saying is we've had an answer to this for 800 years. (laughs) Yeah, well, in fact, more than that, because what St. Thomas Aquinas did with his arguments, particularly the five ways, which are laid out more briefly in in his Summa Theologica, but um, laid out in even more detail in his Summa Contra Gentilis. Um, what St. Thomas did is he actually drew from classical philosophers like Aristotle and Plato, who were, by the way, pagan philosophers, who were still able to draw conclusions philosophically that God exists as pure and limited being or existence itself. And then St. Thomas Aquinas was able to take the work that they had done and just kind of break it down even further to just show the, uh, the rigor of the argument and the internal uh, coherence of the argument. That's interesting. So, uh, again, the argument, and we're talking to Matt Nelson right now, folks. I saw an article he wrote, and you write quite a bit, reasonablecatholic.com. You've been on Catholic Answers Live as well, uh, and really your work is as an apologist and a writer. Uh, the article is called, Who Designed the Designer? Uh, the argument stands where, of course, every domino that falls has to have a subsequent cause, so a domino that hits that. But we make a very different claim, and the claim is, is that God stands alone, right? There was nothing that caused God, as St. Thomas Aquinas says, he is the first cause. Why do we say that? What is Thomas's argument for God being the first cause? Well, he recognized um, that in nature, what we find is caused causes. So we find effects in nature that had a prior, that had a cause prior to it that was not it. So, for example, I, I can't cause myself. I was caused by my parents who existed before me. If it was possible to cause yourself or for, for a thing to cause itself, then it would be possible in this world to be your own father or mother, which obviously is an absurdity. So what St. Thomas Aquinas realized was that there are these caused causes that we find in the universe, but if we trace those causes back, so for example, um, you know, take whatever you want, um, you know, a, a book that was written, well, who... Uh, or, or a book. Let's let's say I'm holding a book in my hand right now, and someone asks me, "Well, where did you get that book?" Well, I got it from Jim. Where did Jim get the book? Well, he got it from John, and so on and so forth. If you follow that back in an infinite regress, you run into a problem because 
well, who gave the book in the first place? An infinite regress leads to philosophical absurdities. So what St. Thomas Aquinas realized was that there had to be a first cause who required no cause of himself but his pure actuality, pure existence, which gives being, just like we were talking about giving a book, God gives being, although he didn't require anyone to give him being because he's existence itself, and that being is then given forward. But it's not like a domino effect, because when we watch one domino knock into another domino, well, as soon as domino A knocks into domino B, domino B knocks into domino C, domino A is no longer needed to cause that effect. It's already done its work. But Thomas... Thomas's argument, although we probably don't have time to get into the rich details of the argument, said that not only is God the first cause, but he's also a sustaining cause. So he's still required just to hold things in existence, even as they're moving forward in their sequence of effects. So God is not just the first cause, but he's also that prime mover and sustaining existence that's required for anything outside of him to exist at all. Yeah, he sustains us. This is why Thomas Aquinas, I remember once reading, he said, uh, if he was to God, was to so, uh, cease to think of us even for a moment, that we would we would drop dead and we never even would have existed at all. Right, right. exactly. God, God never ceases to think of, of you and I, which is a nice way to think about it. This is pretty hard to get uh, to communicate in about seven minutes on a, on a Thursday morning, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. And <laughs> what, one other thing that I would add, just real quick, Real quickly, is, sure. is if that was too abstract for people, just quickly imagine three boxcars just sitting on a railroad track. Well, in and of themselves, they're not going to move anywhere. But if you add an engine car to those three boxcars, suddenly they're all going to move because of that first mover. Well, what's the difference between the engine and the three boxcars? Well, the engine can move itself. The boxcars can't. So in order to even have change in this world from one cause to the next, we need something like that engine that can move itself but doesn't require anything else. That's uh, one uh, one very quick and, and brief analogy, but it, it kind of helps us get on the way there. Yes, it does. ReasonableCatholic.com is where you can find more of Matt Nelson's great work and, and a great job on that article, Who Designed the Designer? Look it up, friends, and, and read it. God bless you, Matt. Thanks again. Thanks a lot, John. Appreciate it. All right. Again, friends, ReasonableCatholic.com. That's Matt Nelson, everyone. Interesting stuff. I, I know it's hard. It's hard to sometimes stay in the conversation on this stuff. Uh, we, we might want to think to ourselves that this heady stuff or this philosophical stuff is for all the, the top-level theologians and the smart, smart ones that are kind of, you know, remaining up there having this conversation. But I think this is good for us because anymore we're being presented with arguments like this. And the nice thing about the Catholic Church is, is as we said with Matt, we've had uh, arguments against them for, oh... 1,500 years, 1,800 years, even 2,000 years. Some of the greatest minds the world has ever known, philosophers and and theologians, come right here from the Catholic Church, and even just in general, Christianity, there's great minds out there that are uh, doing battle uh, against uh, this kind of new atheist wave. So it's important to stay in the conversation. If you don't feel well equipped for it, or you don't feel like you have all the right answers to it, and you have people in your life that are kind of pushing back on you, again, there's some great resources out there, reasonablecatholic.com. Trent Horn on uh, Catholic Answers Live, one of the best of the best when it comes to this stuff. I mean it. Look up their podcast or listen to their show or just go to catholic.com, and he's got some great stuff on there as well. All right, the plane has taken off here. 
And so there it is. Good times with John Leonetti on Iowa Catholic Radio discussing the who designed the designer argument. So be sure to check out the whole article that I wrote at the Catholic Answers blog, catholic.com. You'll just see it on the main homepage there, and it should be the second or third one down, depending on when you listen to this podcast. Or you can just search Matt Nelson, and the article will show up. Uh, But uh, please, follow me on Facebook if you're not already. Like the page at Reasonable Catholic. And uh, be sure to also subscribe to ReasonableCatholic.com so that you receive the posts that I publish uh, immediately as soon as they come out that come straight to your email. And last of all, I'm on Twitter as well, so you can follow me at at M as in Matt, P as in Peter, N-E-L-S as in the first four letters of my last name. So at MPNels on Twitter. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for the next podcast coming soon. God bless.